Hey, everybody, and welcome to this special mini episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. Remind me again, Andrew, what's a mini? Because I've never been on one before. Well, if you're new to the podcast or my co-host that obviously doesn't pay attention to anything, a mini episode is a an episode that I will generally put out throughout the week uh, in between our full-length episodes. And nine times out of ten, they are reflections on something that I've experienced. And they can be anywhere from a few minutes long to 15, 20 minutes long. And they're just kind of like something that I've experienced throughout the week that I'm reflecting on that I feel like could be a value for you to listen to. In this particular case... And last week's particular case, what are we talking about, Zach? Well, I mean, first thing to point out is traditionally the reason, obviously, I don't listen to the minis is they don't involve me. That's fair. But we're currently in the wonderful <laughs> world where every week we get a new episode of one of our favorite things, The Mandalorian from Star Wars. So whilst we wait for our next full um, episode to happen, which is going to be an interview that we're really looking forward to, we yep. thought we'd bang one of these out. And we've decided to do that with, I'll go off the top rope from the start, Possibly the worst episode of The Mandalorian ever in Season 2, Episode 2. Discuss. Yeah, look, I have to agree. You know, do you remember when I said last week about... Uh, uh, yeah, by the I'm way... I'm so those happy are, and this is everything I want. Exactly, yeah. And for those of you listening, obviously, if you hadn't picked up already, this is, this is a geeky little episode. If it's not your thing, listen to it anyway. I don't care. Um, so at the end of the last episode of The Mandalorian, Episode 1 of Season 2... I remember thinking to myself, oh, man, I wish that didn't end. I, I was ready for more. And usually when I listen to or watch a television show, by the time it gets to the end, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. That particular episode, I wanted it to keep going. This particular episode, I didn't really feel that way. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was The Mandalorian. But it certainly after it felt like a bit of a letdown after the first episode of season two. It was like pizza in which bad pizza is still pretty good. But I didn't feel good after having it. Um, yeah. When it came up and I was like, oh, only 30 minutes. That's a little bit disappointing after last week's 55-minute extravaganza. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean. But was, was this episode of, only 30 minutes long? 39 minutes long. It actually yeah. felt longer to me. It felt longer than that. It felt like patches where I was like, oh, wait, we're doing this now? What's yeah. going on there? Yeah. Um, probably, uh, so for those of you who haven't seen the episode, Firstly, spoilers, uh, and also, what the heck are you doing listening to this? But it was basically an episode where Mando went on a road trip with yeah. someone. And... and it was, do you know, I feel like, and now I, one of my favorite things about The Mandalorian is obviously the child, right? I've made no secret about that. I think he's adorable. I think it's just amazing. But I feel like this episode was one of those episodes where it's like, oh, look at the child do cute things. While they weren't we, cute. Yeah, exactly. They were just kind of evil. And also, look at the child while we make a so-so episode. Yes. Kind it of was thing. like, here's, here's child gift fodder that you can chuck in your memes, and then we'll just yeah. try and fill the other 36 minutes of it. Yeah. I mean, the really so the whole point of this episode is that Mando is having to go and find another Mandalorian, and the information to find that other Mandalorian he gets from a traveler who he then needs to take on his ship to this other planet. Now, the thing is, they can't go into hyperspace. So normally hyperspace is used to yada yada away any of the boring. We know how Zach feels about hyperspace. Those of you who listen yeah. to our worst of. I mean, seriously, the thing that normally yadas yadas away the boring bits of The Mandalorian was used to drive an episode of The Mandalorian. Like normally we yada yada away hyperspace. No, today we spent the whole time with it. Yeah. So Mando's going across the planet with this frog lady 
and the frog lady is carrying her eggs, which can't go into hyperspace because it will disturb them. And that's why they need to travel slowly and they need to get them there because these are the last of her race. Mm. This is literally it. This little little bubble of water that she's carrying around has all of her children in it and that's it. After that, there is no more. And so what does baby Yoda decide to do, Andrew? He eats, he eats like seven of them throughout the whole... Well, actually, we only see him eat like two or three, but then off screen, I think he eats like a bunch of them. He eats way more than just seven. He's popping those things like peanut M&Ms. Yeah, and, um, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, but also really disturbing. Is he the worst genocidal villain in history? I feel like he is up there. He's... I feel like percentage terms, he's come the closest to wiping out an entire race. Yeah. Just from his like, from there. And just... they kept going back to it. I know. It was like, okay, it was cute, sort of, but still evil the first time. But I mean, look, there are so many things that you can re repeat with this, uh, repeat with this character, like this, the child, like anytime he makes a sound, anytime he makes a cute little look or gets scared, you can repeat that forever. But yeah. when it's something like so specific like this, it's kind of like, okay, can we back away from this now and start focusing on maybe the stuff that matters? Like, I mean, I was so kind of like, look, not that it was happening every 10 seconds, although it felt like it was, I was so distracted by that. Uh, that I, for, like, halfway through the episode, I was like, what is this episode about? Yep, agreed. It felt a little aimless. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was one of those things where when, when, it was, when it first started happening, he started going towards the eggs, and my wife was like, oh, no, stay away from those. And I'm like, no, 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 he's not going to do anything with the eggs. This is going to be something where he, with his force powers, is going to cause the last of this race to suddenly have extra powers and become more special, and yeah. he's going to be like the thing that makes them. No, 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 he just started eating them. Yeah. I was honestly shocked that he did it the first time, and by the fourth, literally the fourth or fifth time in the episode that we see, like the last shot of the episode is him sneaking one out of his robe and jamming it down exactly. his gob whilst Frog and... Lady stares back at him. <laughs> it's like, it's, I mean, it's such a weird kind of way to make him cute. It's like, this, uh, we're literally, this episode's kind of focusing on the last of this race, and that's, that's we're, we're focusing on this now way too much. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, which... Honestly, I wasn't too upset about compared to the other thing that this episode's focused on, which oh, was... mate. I mean, uh, spiders, yeah. snow spiders, alien yeah. snow spiders, giant alien snow spiders. Fuck no, was my <laughs> feeling throughout this entire episode. Oh my God, Zach just swore on the podcast. That's like never happened before. I think maybe it happened maybe I'd, once... I don't like spiders, and this was way too much spiders action for me. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like. I think I told you after the episode and during. Every time I had like an itch, I was like, "Oh God, spider!" And I see what they're like. Look, I see what they're kind uh, kind of trying to do here. Like with the last episode, there was a very clear, and I mentioned this in the last one, a very clear uh, homage to Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, you know the way that they lured the crate dragon out of the cave. That was very clear reference to that. Um, in this episode, it felt like another homage to uh, the epi uh, the missions on Dantooine when you go to the Jedi Enclave and you actually have to fight the Kinrath, uh, which are basically essentially spiders. Um, mm. And that's what these reminded me of. And also in Rebels, the t uh, the TV series, there's a big there's a big um, uh, there's a uh, plot. Um, point plot point yeah in some of the episodes about 
uh, that have to do with these spiders and they have to do with, you know, Ezra learning how to use the force and everything. And so I, I can see what they're doing. They're they're trying to bring that nostalgia back, I feel, but it just doesn't, it's not, it felt like it didn't really fit. It Funnily enough, it almost felt too sci-fi. Yeah. I don't think I go to Star, to Star Wars for Monster of the Week. No. You know, oh, here's the Monster of the Week, like no. in Doctor Who, it's like there's someone running around with it. I want to see the plot points, and there was no real continuity no. in this episode to anything else we've seen before. It's no. funny because it was a literal bottle episode, except it was, you know, set on an entire planet, or yeah. eventually, I guess, in a cave with a spa in yeah. the entire planet as well. And, I mean, I, I get that we have had awesome monsters and stuff, like the Sarlacc, you know, mm. um when you know they uh they fly the millennium falcon into the asteroid monster yep. worm thing i can't remember what it's called um the wampas you know i get it Rancor, but... all that sort of stuff yeah exactly but like but they weren't I... spiders andrew no they weren't spiders and they like, like spiders spiders have no place in 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 star wars they have no place in the world they have no place they just don't yeah they don't you're not a futuristic <laughs> race if you've still got spiders. If you can't no. wipe those things out, then you know no. you haven't really made it. No. Um, I mean, the the only continuity that this you know episode really had, other than the well, I'm trying to get from here to here to go meet another Mandalorian, was the kind of squeezed in Juice X Machina to get them out of the problem, which was that prison episode back in season one, or as we otherwise know it as the previous worst episode of the Mandalorian ever. Indeed. Yep. Um, and there was like one little reference to that at the start when he was mm. talking to the X-Wing guys and then that was kind of the way he got out of jail free at the end. I and did that was it. I did appreciate the X-Wing guys. Um, I always appreciate seeing an X-Wing. Uh, yep, they are I, cool. I appreciated that. I I, I, I did. I, I just like the way that they did that. Um, it was kind of a jerk move at the end though when they were just <laughs> like, nah, we're not going to help you. Bye. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Next time, like, have you okay. have your driver's license with you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that act, one of the actors, I feel like I've seen him in something before. I, I don't think he you would was... have seen one of him in episode, in the first series. He was one of them was the same pilot as that, and then I, I think that's the same guy who's very involved with Clone Wars. So I think he's one of the producers or something. I and you know what, his voice too. So yes. I, I might have heard his voice as well. And I, and yeah, I know I've seen him. I definitely have seen him in the Mandalorian. I guess now that you mm. mentioned that, and maybe something else. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so overall, not the greatest episode ever, but no. still better than a whole bunch of other still, stuff you could watch. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll probably like I, I'll probably watch it again just to kind of give it another chance, and and knowing what I'm getting into, maybe I'll be able to uh, relate to it a bit more. Although I doubt it because you know spiders. Um, but I don't know. I've read some of the reviews online about it, and a lot of people were, like loved it, and I'm just like, really. Like, am I just uncultured or something? Like, I guess you know, if if one of the last things you had in your on your taste bud, Star Wars wise, was Rise of Skywalker, anything tastes pretty good after that. So yeah, that's, maybe that's this fair. isn't that bad. I will never watch this episode again. Okay, um, fair enough. That was it. It's done. Because um, even the memey bits of Baby Yoda, nah, I'm not down yeah. for that. Leave Frog I, Lady's eggs alone. Oh yeah, I guess that's an interesting segment that we can start putting onto these. Is would we would you rewatch the episode? And yeah. Oh, see, for instance, the first episode of this season, I would rewatch that again. I rewatched. I, I already did. I watched it again. Yeah. Yeah. And it was exactly. so. Do you know what was good about that one? It was just such. It was like not convoluted. It was like this is what you have to do. Okay. I I want to get this guy. I want to get Boba Fett. Uh, wow. I want to get Boba Fett's armor back. The Mandalorian's armor back. Okay. Well, if you want it back, 
this is what we need to do. I'll make you a deal. Okay, so the episode's about that. It led us to a point really just it felt like a short episode, even though it was almost twice as long. Correct. Whereas this one was, I was like, what the hell are we doing here? Correct. Absolutely. Like the, the day spa detour for Frog Lady to go off and get some hot tub action going. What the hell where, was that? I mean, this, she, maybe it isn't Baby Yoda's fault. She's the worst mum ever. Well, so she's what? not keeping an eye on the eggs. He's just snacking them. And then she goes, dunks them in sewer water. Well, do you know what that reminded me of? Um, 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 the Last Jedi with the with the little nun things on the planet yes. that Luke Skywalker was on? Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah, like that's that's what it felt like. And I didn't really, really care about those characters either. I mean, it was kind of funny mm-hmm. when the, the big boulder came and smashed the wheelbarrow that they were. <laughs> that was kind of that funny. But I, I just didn't. It was just like, oh, this is just a character that really honestly doesn't have any intellect because this child's eating her babies and she doesn't care. <laughs> um, and, and she's just like, you're right, like at the freaking spa, like nothing's going on. Yeah, we will never see her again. We'll probably see her at the start of the next episode as she goes off and has a reunion with her husband with her, I don't know, six of her remaining 28 eggs that baby yeah. Yoda hasn't scoffed down. And that's it. We'll never see her again. There will never be a spin-off tale written. Actually, you know what? There probably will be a spin-off tale written about her because someone will be like, we need to recover this character. You know, yeah. someone must stand for Frog Lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If Bib Fortuna can get a name and a spinoff, I think this lady can. Correct. Um, so take us into some good things, though, Zach. You you got something recently in the mail. Tell us about it. I did. So um, Adidas have released a new version of shoes based on The Mandalorian, and I managed to pick myself up a pair of high tops, Adidas classic high tops, in the colours of the child. So they've got flashes of the green, they've got the brown for his cloak, they've got this beautiful sandy sort of colour, and then on the, the tongue there's a little image of the child there, and then inside the shoe, the inner soul has the Mandalorian carrying the child around. They are fantastic. They will never go outside. Um, they will only be walked inside. If I have to go somewhere with them, I will go to the car in another pair of shoes and then <laughs> change at my destination so that they never have to touch the unwashed ground. Where would you have to go with them? <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd probably take them to, if I ever get remarried, I'd wear them at my wedding day, um, you know, birth, wedding of my children, uh, if my children ever have families, funerals job interviews i think you know there's many occasions that a pair of the child uh nike sorry adidas sneakers funerals yeah i think i'll wear them at my funeral oh, fair enough yeah all right well okay fair i enough. love these shoes andrew I I, I I guess so if you want to be buried in those shoes I, I guess you'd have to so there you go anybody who is uh on the you know hunt for somebody like zach or zach himself if he needs to get remarried and you like star wars shoes there you go and um, I'm not the only one buying Star Wars swag online, Andrew. I don't think yours has turned up yet, but what is no. coming for you, big fella? So I ordered um, the other day after watching the first episode of The Mandalorian and I got excited about Boba Fett. I went on to Pop Culture and I, I had like a $50 uh, coupon plus some points and I was able to get it like pretty much half price. I got the uh, Boba Fett replica helmet. And it's got like it's like electronic, and it does all the bits and bobs and all that stuff. So it should be here tomorrow. I'm so excited about it. Like, I'm I'm so excited about it. It's just it's it's legit. It's got like I'm gonna unbox it real as soon as I get it, and I'm gonna make a video out of it. Um, and it's just it's excited me because you know I've been spending so much time uh, collecting Superman stuff that I forgot how much I love to collect like Star Wars stuff. Like, yeah. uh, I used to have so much 
back in the States. I had like FX lightsabers. I had replica lightsabers. I had the Darth Vader helmet. So I'm going to get a new Darth Vader helmet, I think, next. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure gonna... your bank balance is loving the fact that you rediscovered this. Forget it. Forget it. I'm going to get the Ma like the Mandalorian helmet comes out in February, dude. I've already started putting away money for that. Yeah. I was going to buy a house next year, but forget it. I don't care. I'm just going to get Star Wars build stuff. build a house out of the leftover boxes from all the stuff that you're getting. That's definitely where I'm going to be living soon if I don't stop buying things. <laughs> so. It is fantastic. So, yeah, so we're enjoying it, even though um, I think if you listened to our The Worst of Star Wars draft, you would have thought that we were maybe a little bit out on Star Wars. But The Mandalorian, I mean, even the worst episode ever is still pretty good and it's got us jonesing for something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, if we can talk about it for this long, even though it's not one of our favorite. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. I was talking to... Oh, I can't remember his name. Guy that cosplays Indiana Jones at the Manor Lakes Halloween. I can't remember his damn name. Such a cool dude. Insert ah, it later. Insert it later. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we were talking and said, you know what? Even the bad movies, like, we will watch them and enjoy them because they are Star Wars. Like, yes. you know, the prequels. I'll watch them and I'll love them because they're Star Wars, even though they have plenty of faults. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Awful, awful movie. But I'll watch it and love it because it's Indiana Jones. I will, you know. Yeah. So anybody listening to this, even though, yeah, we even though we rag on some of these things, they come from a place of entitlement yes. <laughs> because we've been fans for so long. But we yeah, paid we, a lot for merch. That's right. We, we absolutely paid our dues. Uh, you, seriously, we absolutely love these franchises. And, you know, we would take them with us like Zach to the grave. Uh, and yes, yes, we've spent way too much money on things that we don't need. Um, that apparently we can't take with us yes. <laughs> when we go. So yeah, there you go. So I guess uh, this is meant to be a fitness and well-being podcast. So even though this is a mini um, obligatory uh, tie-in to I guess uh, health and fitness. Let's firstly, if you're going to go exercise in cold weather and snow, like Mando and Frog Lady were running away from the from the snow creatures, you got to warm up more. They were just yeah. straight into that. That's where that, you tear something. That's that's injury town. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I think Mando was well-dressed for it. You've got to dress for the elements. And so if you're yeah. going to go out in cold weather, you want to be looked after. Frog lady coming nude um, out of the hot spa, probably not the best idea. But, Although she got yeah. dressed really quickly. Yes, she did. So there um, you go. And, and managed to remember some of her kids at least. Indeed. Um, but what did you think about as they were running back to the Razor Crest? Frog lady's hopping form. Was it effective? Look, I feel like it could have been better. I feel like she didn't have her weight over her balls of her feet like as, as well as she could, and I feel like her cadence would have been a little bit too slow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the world record is for the long jump? Stop it. What? 8.95 meters. Holy set, crap. Really? Set in 1991. So Mike Powell jumped 8.95 meters in 1991. Do you know what the, the uh, triple jump uh, record is? uh something triple that no not quite it's 18.16 meters wow. which was set in 95 that's like so, 10 of me yeah so so two records that have stood for a long time now now do you know which frog holds the world record for the longest jump um kermit i was gonna say that <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to think of a famous frog and kermit <laughs> didn't come to my yeah. famous frogs are there it is the South African sharp-nosed frog. So okay. although it's only three inches long, it can jump over 130 inches in one leap, which is 44 times its body length. So to put that in proportion, someone that's five foot tall 
would be able to jump 220 feet in one leap. That frog lady was about five foot tall. Well, this, this proves time and again and gives us all hope when we say that size does not matter. Yes. So I feel like Frog Lady left a little bit on the table because yeah, it's a I, true scaled-up reflection of her species, cold weather notwithstanding. Well, snow. I feel like she just obviously didn't care. She didn't care that her children were dead and being yeah. eaten, so I feel like she just wanted to kill everybody. So that's, well, she's that's the last of her species. It's her and her husband, you know. Let's just do this. Let's... If it was just me and my partner trapped for all eternity, I mean, geez, Let's... I'd probably go get some hot-top action myself. And on that note, that's been a <laughs> Mando Mini Season 2, Episode 2. Indeed. So look, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this mini episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where we hope to inspire you to go into a galaxy far, far away beyond what you ever thought possible. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Andrew. I've been Zach, the co-host with the most, the Chewy to his hand solo. <laughs> and we will catch you next time.